Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. Listen to what it says in Mark chapter 15, verses 33 and 34. And when the sixth hour had come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? As high noon approached, the place got dark. It wasn't a typical darkness. It wasn't the type of darkness that we sometimes experience when the clouds drift in front of the sun. It wasn't an eclipse. They don't last for three hours. It was a darkness that seized your attention. An unforgettable moment in history. It was unforgettable because it happened when it should never be dark at noon. And it was unforgettable because it stayed dark for three hours. Luke chapter 23 says that the sun was eclipsed, or better yet, failed to give its light. And here, Matthew, Mark, and Luke all note that darkness covered the land. It was a special act of God to signify to the world and to us that a most disturbing, gruesome, tragic truth was on its way, and that was judgment. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 30 says, And if one looks to the land, behold, darkness and distress, and the light is darkened by its clouds. Amos chapter 5 says, Woe to you who desire the day of the Lord. It is darkness and not light. Zephaniah chapter 1 says, A day of wrath is that day, a day of distress and anguish, a day of ruin and devastation, a day of darkness and gloom. All of these speak to the impending doom that darkness indicates is coming. And no doubt, on that day when the sun failed to give its light, it was a divine signal that judgment was coming. Sin brings the judgment of God. And the judgment of God is such that even the sun turns its face away from it. In hell, there is no light of hope, only the darkness of God's just judgment. It says that about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out, with a loud voice. The pain, the physical pain that Jesus is experiencing is unspeakable and undoubtedly part of the price for bearing sin. Hell is referred to repeatedly as a place where pain is felt. It's called a place of fire, a lake of fire, a place of eternal torment and destruction. Sin ultimately delivers a pain like we cannot imagine, and we have a glimpse of it here in watching Jesus die. But there is more than just physical pain being experienced here. It's not the physical pain that has Jesus screaming out in agony. The real pain and torment is coming from a realm that we cannot see, but that all of us live in. It's in the spiritual realm. There is spiritual pain taking place. In the book of Numbers, there is a priestly blessing that's given. And it shows us the beauty of having God's face towards us, but also speaks to the unimaginable consequence of having his face turn away. Listen to it. It says, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. The significance of this passage is that it's poetry of three lines. And the second and third lines are meant to parallel or reflect the first line. So what does it mean to be blessed and kept by the Lord? 
Well, it means that his face is turned towards you and shining down on you. It means that he's pouring his grace upon you. It's the idea of his nearness. This is why when the Israelites built the tabernacle, God had a certain arrangement, a certain place for all the tribes to camp with the tabernacle in the center. The tabernacle was the place of God's presence and the tribes encircled the tabernacle so that they could all be equally near the presence of God. To be on the outside of that camping circle signified being cut off from the presence of God. So when Jesus cries out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The idea is not simply one of separation, but that God takes all of his goodness and blessing and turns it away from Jesus. He turns his face of blessing away from our Lord. It's not simply the absence of God's blessing. What was causing the pain was the presence of God's wrath. Hell's not a place where people are cut off from God. Hell is a place where people are cut off from all of God's blessing and receive the full fury of His wrath. The pain of the torture and crucifixion paled in comparison to the pain of having God turn His back on Him. At that moment, the Creator of the universe the Lord of all, the righteous and the just judge, made Jesus the the focus and receiver of the fury of his wrath. Jesus became the object of intense hatred of sin, which God had been storing up since the fall of man in the garden. So when God looked at Jesus at that moment, it was a grotesque and despicable sight. The Father turned his face of blessing away, and the Son had never experienced that. He had never been out of the reach of the Father's love until now. And in the midst of those dark hours, Jesus of Nazareth, the God-man, cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Listen, thousands of people have experienced the pain of crucifixion. It wasn't the physical pain that put Jesus in this much agony. It was the fact that he, the perfect one, was now bearing the guilt of the adulterer, of the murderer, of the liar, of the thief, of a porn addict, of a blasphemer. He bore our sin upon the tree. That indulgent greed, that cherished pride, that settled envy, that secret lust, that subtle lie, that grumbling, that fault-finding, that deception, that judgmental attitude. Look at it now. Look at what that sin cost and learn to hate it at the cross. This is what my sin did to my Savior. Look at how Christ was forsaken for your sin. God turned his back on his son and made him experience and bear the full judgment of pain, took away his gracious blessing and poured on Jesus his wrath so that God could turn his face towards you in eternal blessing. See the horror of the consequences of sin and turn from them and put your faith and trust in Jesus because he has done all the work. My God, my God, why so long? Where are you? When will you deliver me? Will this ever end? I'm trusting in you. It did indeed end the suffering, the pain, the torture. The darkness lifted and God turned his face back towards his son. Sin had been thoroughly and justly punished, and God turned his face back to Jesus. The work the Father had given the Son to do was accomplished. He had carried our sin. He had suffered our punishment. He had regained the awareness of the Father's loving presence 
and committed his spirit to his father's loving care. Learn from the faith of Jesus that God is completely trustworthy. His word is sure. Even when it doesn't look like it, he's up to something incredible for his glory and for your joy. On the cross, Christ said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So that today with worship and wonder, believers can say, my God, my God, you have accepted me in Christ. When you pray today, pray for Don Newsom and his daughter Angela in the Philippines who are sharing this very story with others. And also pray for the Moray broadcast in the target area of Africa.